Welcome to Just One More Story by George Walters, a weekly podcast that starts things off with A Slice of Life, which covers unique and interesting stories that are inspired by true and personal events. But it doesn't stop there. Following A Slice of Life, I take one story from a collection of many and share it with you. So, if you're looking for that special something to start or end your day, you're in the right place. And the great part is, you can listen to all my podcasts for free, anywhere, at any time. So with that, let's get started. Hi folks, thanks for joining me here today. Today's slice of life, before I get into the story of the day, is all about food. Or maybe I should say, one kind of food in particular. You know, I have found over the years that there is nothing that brings folks together more than good food. I say good food as there is a lot out there today that, truth be told, isn't fit for human consumption. On the same note, though, I have often wondered how some of these eating establishments have survived as long as they have. But in saying that, with this virus going around, I am inclined to think that a lot of our restaurants, as we once knew them, won't be around for too long. Unless they change their ways of doing things. It could be a good thing in some ways, as to me, restaurants and other places where people congregate in great amounts aren't the healthiest places to be in, especially for a long time. Just look at the bars of today with what is going on. As soon as they started opening them in the U.S. and even in the churches, this virus that is going around latches on the folks that goes into them like fleas on a dog. But all that said isn't what I want to talk about here today. I get carried away sometimes, a habit I'm working on, in sort. What is human's best friend? Yes, I know, most would say a dog, but I'm talking food today when it comes to man's best friend. Hmm, I guess you could say the hot dog for some could be a best friend. Anyways, you are what you eat, right? Eat healthy and be healthy? Eat junk, have too much junk in the trunk? Want to feel good? You need to eat good? Oh... There are millions of sayings out there like that today. But the bottom line is that nothing means a damn when it comes to healthy eating unless you take what you're eating seriously. Now, don't get me wrong. I enjoy a hot dog, burger, and fries, or even a Coke or a chocolate milkshake now and then as much as the next person. But I also have enough sense after all these years to know that if I eat them things every day, I'm going to have some serious health issues. I think the main thing I have found about food today is that there are all types, meaning that, well, let's take hot dogs one step further. Most of them aren't very good for you, as no one, other than the folks that make them, knows for sure what's inside them. But there are hot dogs made from some pretty wholesome ingredients nowadays. What I mean is that some hot dogs are good for you and some aren't. They all have the same name, but different. Which leads me up to the story today. It's about one of my most favorite foods. I hope you enjoy cheese. You know, every once in a while I have to shake my head. For example, I was at the store one time and got talking to a young fellow that worked there. The reason for me talking to the chap was that I couldn't seem to find any good aged cheese. After a bit of explaining, he showed me where it was and I asked him how old it was. Well, he said... I don't rightly know. It should say on the package. After giving a few packages a look, I noticed that I couldn't find one that said how many years it had been aged for. So, 
That got me to doing a bit of research. Thinking back to when I was a lad, I remember there wasn't a meal that went by that we didn't have some good aged cheese on the table. The reason we always had it on our table was that in our small town we had a German feller that made it. I remember the day he moved into town. Amazingly, most folks that lived in town at the time thought he would be out of business within a week, if not sooner. And more so, they told him so too. After looking around a bit, not really caring about what folks had told him, he set up shop in a small store that came available right beside the feed mill. Not the best spot, Red said, but the rent was a fair price, and just starting up and being new in town, a person has to watch their money. In about a week, the doors were open, and folks were being the way they were, just had to stop by, if for nothing else, just to see what was happening. Some call it being a bit nosy. It's funny how the people who know the least about you have the most to say. Human nature, I suppose. The thing was that once you entered his store, the smell of the cheese was enough to get a person's mouth to drooling. So, folks started to buy a piece here and there. And that's all it took, as once they tasted a piece, they were hooked and had to keep coming back for more. Which, for old Henrik, the cheesemaker, was a good thing. He always used to say, George, age is something that doesn't matter to most unless you're a cheese. <laughs> I have to say that it didn't make much sense to me back then, but later on in life, I found out just how important age really is, and not just for cheese, neither. Red's Laura and myself got to know Hendrick real well over the years, and, and every fall, Reg would trade a sear for a, a year's supply of cheese. Kind of unheard of today. The thing about his cheese was that it was aged for well over two years and some even up to five years. We didn't get very much of the five year as it was too expensive. But every once in a while when he came for supper, he would bring us a nice chunk. For years after that, when guests dropped by our house, out would come the cheese and homemade bread. I also remember that not one piece was ever left on a plate. And I made darn sure of that. Over the years, I have found that good-aged cheese can only be made from raw milk. Raw milk, you say. How can that be? As isn't it bad for you? Well, in most respects, it can. But back when, raw milk was good for you, and still would be today in some instances if laws wouldn't have been brought in to stop folks from selling it. Pasteurization was brought into being, saying that it killed bad bacteria and things and would stop folks from getting sick. Well, I would have to say yes, it does today, as now with so many people in the world, much more is needed to be done to maintain some degree of safety. So now they pasteurize it. My feelings in part is that pasteurization helped in one way, but in another allowed some corporations to become less clean. As the, as the pasteurization process now kills anything that can go wrong, or so they would like us to believe. One thing that should be noted, though, is that pasteurization not only kills all the bad things in the milk, it also kills all the good things, which I believe has made us humans a lot more susceptible to diseases today. It all boils down to this. If cleanliness is put on top of the list, from cow to the table, you have nothing to fear for raw milk. It's simple as that. And remember, this is just my feelings on this subject. 
you or the powers that be are allowed to have yours as well. I'll let you. I should also note that I have some pretty good evidence that my way of thinking is correct. In many ways, as I was raised on raw, raw milk and cream for most of my life, and I, am, and I am still here writing up stories and telling them every day. The one good thing is that here in Canada, when it comes to aged cheese, the law here states that cheese can still be made from raw milk if it is aged for over 60 days, as this period of time gives the cheese long enough to develop enough acid to kill any potentially bad bacteria. The only thing is, it is getting harder and harder to find anyone that really lets their cheese age anymore. When I say age, I mean like two years or more. Just to prove how bad our cheese is, or a lot of it, take a piece from your fridge. If you happen to have a couple pesky mice running around, put it on a mouse trap and see if it catch any. It's not going to happen. Even the mouse knows that most cheeses today aren't worth a nibble. It, also, it should also be noted that if you compare good old aged cheese with the rubber cheese, that's what I like to call them, you won't eat as much because your body is satisfied with just a couple pieces. Where the rubber cheese, you keep on eating and eating, always wanting more, which is what the grocery stores want you to do. Not good, my friends. So, there you have it, one of my most favorite foods. And remember this, the only ones that can keep folks like old Mr. Hendrick in business is you. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com, in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time, stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcasts, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters. <laughs>